0: I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are, tuning into the show. All right. It's Friday night. Love one. Share this out, share this out, share this out, right? Okay. So welcome to those of you who said hello, Tina. Welcome, right? Casey, welcome. Denise, welcome. For those of you who are saying hi, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Casey, to answer your question, I did have a good week. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you uh so yeah yeah happy friday right so the law of one we're gonna pick up uh, right where we left off last week i finally got up the i i thought that i was more on the ball but apparently i wasn't uh, getting the mp3 file broadcast live so i looked into it today and i was like oh lord i have a backlog of like three weeks reese welcome from down under my brother welcome welcome so I had a backlog of like three weeks, and I didn't post to the universe. So I put it out there. And posted those real quick, like so. There, there's three episodes for everybody in the world. But I also found out that uh, that on one side alone, that I am now listened to in an, in 70 countries, not 60 countries. It has actually increased since I counted last to 70 countries so that's insane countries and i'm like and then listen to this one i love this one I, there are 123 listens that somebody played that the algorithms on on both of the places where i broadcast cannot figure out where they are they are not on this earth but there are 123 listens to my podcast that they cannot count for on this earth. (laughs) I love that. Uh, However, they're, they're not planets within our solar system. Oddly enough, I didn't realize this until I was checking. And I was on Anchor FM, which I also post my MP3 broadcast. And I clicked on... On uh, the the algorithm that, that uh, uh, tracks that, and I and I was looking inside the United States to see what my most popular states were, and I was surprised as usual. It's like New York, and, and it's crazy because it's the it's the Democratic states. So the, so that's good for me because uh, when it comes to that evil religion, uh, the more people that are listening to me are, are more liberal-minded people, which is is good, right? Uh, but I was tripping on uh, all the states that are like the most locked down are, uh, are because of the coop are the ones that are actually listening to me more than any other state. Maybe it's because they're all locked down. However, when I went to click back on the world, I didn't realize I clicked on the solar system and they actually track whether people are listening to you on other planets, including the moon. And I do not have any clicks on my podcast on any other planet in our solar system however there are 123 listens to my podcast separate organic listens to my podcast that cannot be traced to this planet or any planet in our solar system that's crazy right and so i've actually asked them so where are them for are they from are they from uh somewhere that uh, you know, you would know if it's uh, Bing's off a satellite somewhere that it's on the planet. They're like, yeah, that's what's strange about it. We can't track it to this Earth, but we do know that that has actually happened. Physically, someone actually listened to your podcast and they're not traceable to this planet. <laughs> we have no idea how to answer that question for you, sir, is the answer that I got. Isn't that hilarious? Okay. So I was told by many people, including psychics and the insiders, that I am being listened to. Everything I broadcast is in fact being listened to by not only people on this planet, but people off of this planet, okay? I've been told that, but this is the first time that it actually had this thing saying that I was listened to somewhere else and they have no idea where. So I thought that was pretty funny. But let me turn this brand off here. I forgot I had that thing on the overlay here. There I am. Um, I have to share the screen still. Uh, Let me do that real quick, and we'll bring that up. But, yeah, that's funny, right? I was tripping on that. I was laughing. I was like, oh, you mean you can't say that it was actually on this planet? No, sir, we cannot. We're assuming that it is, in fact, on this planet. We just cannot confirm where on this planet. Oh, hold on. I got to go over here. Oops. I pulled that up and didn't fix that. Let me put that into full screen and I don't need this window open anymore. That's just a waste of space and time, right? And I don't need this window open anymore. That's a waste of space and time. Good. I don't want to you know, get my computer tripping. Uh, last week we were having issues. I figured out why. I'm gonna read this guy this to you guys. Let me grab my phone here. And I don't want to switch hands and then grab my phone with my right hand here only because everything's right-handed on the phone, except for the actual thing. However, I, I wanted to point out, especially, okay, and this week, okay, so you know how I was uh, talking about uh, um, the three-year activation and that we've not had uh, any, any kind of full moon that is not a super moon uh, in, the, in the last three years and uh, how we're coming up to the solstice. And on the solstice is the end, this winter solstice, if you're in the northern hemisphere of the planet, or the southern solstice, if you're in the southern hemisphere of the planet, right? Uh, and hold on, let me look back at your comments over here so I can see what you guys are talking about. And, uh, and oddly enough, we just had a full moon on the 7th a couple days ago. Today's the ninth. Two days ago, we had a full moon, so it's, still, it's just now uh, waning. But it's still pretty full. You couldn't tell the difference by looking at it. Only the the guys on the news were joking about that, how they couldn't tell the difference by looking at it. But they knew that it wasn't full yet and that it was going to be full two days ago. And that now, two days later, it's, you know, hardly you you can't tell with a naked eye that it's not still full. That's why there's like this four or five day time period between the full moon being full and not being full anymore, where the apex is literally, you know, only for a few seconds and then it's waning from waxing. Okay, so we have this full moon and the full moon this month uh, ends and on the solstice, the 23rd, the solstice is always between the 21st and the 24th, on the 23rd of this month is a new moon. That is at the end of of the three-year activation. On that date is literally the dark moon, it's literally the new moon that is synonymous with new beginnings isn't that weird how all of that transpired in that in the in that literally everything and this all came from the native americans the hopis especially and the the natives in australia the aboriginals in australia and these are legends that go back tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of years that this cycle was supposed to be exactly now and as it turns out the last full moon of 2022. There's that number again with the twelves and the 22, right? 33, 22, 11. We talked about that, right? We talked about that with with life on, on this year. The full moon, the last full moon of this year, just happened two days ago, right? And I'm going to talk about that too because there was some craziness that went on and is still kind of going on, but definitely on the full moon some more craziness went on. I'm going to gonna read you that. I have that up on my phone uh, to read to you. Uh, but I wanted to tell you that then on the solstice, summer solstice, if you're down there, Reese, where you're at, uh, is literally the new moon this year. Okay. To you, what uh, the, the, oops, I have the wrong window open here. Yeah, I do. I'm not ready for that yet. Hold on one second here. So, oh, I need to go over here. I don't know. I was right. Hold on a second here. So, the new moon or the full moon this time is called the cold moon. Okay, it's a full moon, a super moon, and it's called a cold moon, right? And that all of the names that we name the moons. I talked about this before. I definitely did it in the in the in the chat. Uh, returning to the old ways, all of the names that are there for the, the, the news broadcasts and everybody on the internet around the world. Uh, names these so that everybody has the same name for what they call this full moon. It's not like you have five or 10 or 15 different countries naming a moon different. They all go by the same thing. And that all comes from the ancient uh, farmer's almanac based on Native American lore and what they called every moon, okay? so the So the cold moon is because it's the coldest, uh, it's also before the solstice. It's also for just before the, you know, the, the darkest, just before the dawn. It is the coldest part of winter before we start transitioning because the solstice is when we start to transition back towards spring. So the days start getting warmer uh and the nights start getting warmer as well. So it's called the cold moon because it's the last full moon, the last coldest full moon of here, right? So it's called a cold moon, but it is a super moon. And and, and oddly enough, let me change windows here. I don't know if you guys are aware of what happened uh, on the full moon, but something extraordinary. I mean, really, really, in fact, it's history to happen to the planet Earth, okay? this is something that happened and I'm going, to, I'm going to talk about that that has never happened before in the history of the earth that we are aware of okay what happened was a pulse of energy actually came from outside of our uh our uh, possibly outside of the galaxy but they were the milky way galaxy and it lasted for 50, I think 50 or 57 seconds, a light energy that actually powered using solar batteries, solar uh, powered a jet engine for one entire minute. Scientists literally had it sitting there, collecting this, and it literally, uh, literally charged and ran a jet for one entire minute and that, and and it it's actually and they're not sure 100% but they have an idea okay and it's actually the phenomenon is is called a kilonova or, or khilonova and I'll spell that for you k i l o n o v a
1: and it's it's pronounced Kylonova reverse
0: see my my internet is heading in and uh, i apologize for that uh, denise wrote about it denise you read about it so you know what i'm talking about <clears throat> so this Kylo Nova uh, only happens when a when a when a uh, a uh, pulsar is it a pulsar let me make sure that i'm reading that properly it, it's it's the light energy there's a picture of it here too i should have had that ready a neutron star usually and and then i'm going to tell you what they think and i'm going to tell you what i think usually the energy that comes off of off of a neutron star or a a double neutron star that collide usually lasts for about a second maybe two seconds okay sometimes uh they've they've required coordinated up to like five or seven seconds. This lasted for 50 seconds. It was the largest burst of energy. And why is that strange? First of all, it happened on our full moon, which is the last cycle, last full moon of the last cycle of a a 75,000 year cycle, according to natives around the world. A 10,000 year cycle, according to natives around the world. If you look at Bolshev's 363,000-year cycle, okay, and it just so happens that this pulsar, something happened, and the weird thing is that the galaxy that it came from or the solar system that it came from is new, so it should not have had a, a neutron star that has gone supernova happen. The only thing that they can figure is that there's a possibility that the new star called burst of energy. Now, the problem with that theory is that no energy escapes a black hole. Okay, No energy escapes a black hole except for when a Big Bang happens. This is not them saying this. They think that the only way that it happened was that a black hole consumed a neutron star and then it was a, an, an in a gas galaxy that is first of all the odds of that happening in a galaxy that is firstly forming that a neutron star would go supernova or collide with another neutron star is never been seen before in history and anywhere in the universe it's a hypothesis by scientists now remember guys physics was my major in college i was going to be a nuclear physicist okay ever seen it's a theory only and for a neutron star say there was two and they collided and then they collapsed into a into a black hole the energy would not pulse away from that and it would couldn't be as large as it was scientists are trying to say that that's what they think happened because they don't want to say what they think really happened because that's never been witnessed either but those of us who uh, understand the law of one Realize that usually when a a universe is too full, what happens is a black hole opens up and the universe shoots through the black hole like a wormhole and goes bleh, like a bubble, like water does when it's in one area and it pushes through. All of a sudden, a bunch of water rushes to the new area, and sometimes the landscape cuts off the water from leaving because then now it's released some of the pressure these are the theories that are they don't want to talk about a lot of people don't want to have any part of that because the only way that this could happen is that a neutron star in a galaxy far far away which was overrun or too full and quite possibly not a galaxy that is in this galaxy or outside this galaxy but out of phase with us because it is in another reality Bled through and then uh, broke through. That's how the Big Bang happened for this our our entire universe to come to to be. They don't want to talk about that because it has something to do with spirituality and it has to do with the Law of One. They can't. They can't. Scientists can't. They have to. They're just all about. This is just. It, nothing happens like that because there is no no mind that is the the the, the universal mind. There is no God. There is and then the ones who are not have to be quiet and pretend they are. So they're not going to say it out loud, but the but this is so big because it's the first time I believe that there is a big bang, although it's a small bang, a baby big bang, right? To to coin a phrase from uh from uh Banzai across the eighth dimension, uh, or like a like a baby big bang, right? Uh and, and they were like all tripping and laughing at her, and turns out she actually is understand. Far more than anybody else was. Okay, if you saw the movie, you know what I'm talking about. If you didn't see the movie *Buckaroo Banza*, you don't know what I'm talking about. So I believe what happened is, and the scientists are not going to admit this for decades, that we actually have literally the shock wave, energy shock wave from what came out of a black hole, not what went into or got caught up by a black hole, but neutron star explosion, large, like larger than anything we ever recorded, and energy transferred through that black hole into this universe, and the the, the shockwave just hit us on the full moon, at the end of Bakteen Twelve, at the beginning of Bakteen Thirteen, and the shockwave literally was enough energy to power a jet, and that's just the, the the one jet that was sitting there that they were recording the energy coming down. Literally, all of that energy just hit our planet at the exact time at the apex of the last full moon of 2022 at the end of a 75,000 year cycle which would be the end of a 150,000 year cycle which is at the end of a 165 or 363,000 year cycle literally at the precise moment of the apex of the full moon in the northern hemisphere of this planet (laughs) think about that for a minute that is insane okay so then we have the end we're going to we're going to have the end of the cycle or the beginning now on the solstice worldwide is going to be the the uh the literally the end of of all of this time and the beginning of block 13 or the beginning of the age of aquarius or the beginning of ragnarok or the ending of Ragnarok, the ending of Kali Yuga, all of these things throughout history and time. And all of science is baffled as to what they think and they don't want to say. There's no, nothing escapes. They, they, they said that. They know that. Nothing escapes a black hole, yet they're saying the one thing that did right now is that a neutron star got consumed by a black hole. And this energy made it away, this energy wave made it away from the black hole. So they're trying to say that for the first time in all of space time, that that in all of their theories, that energy escaped the black hole. The only way that that can happen is because it came through that black hole. Otherwise, the black hole is going the other way. Do you understand? If the black hole is sucking everything in, that energy cannot make it to us. So the only way that that could happen is that we are on the receiving end of the black hole. They will not say that I have yet, but I've only been researching this for a day. I have yet to find a scientist who will will postulate this. I'm not afraid to do that because I understand how the universe works far better than most of these people talk about. And there's a lot of people, I was surprised at how many scientists are hiding behind the scenes with all kinds of theories like myself who don't say it out loud because they're afraid to lose their job pure and simple okay all right i'm going to take my screen and then we're going to go ahead and start we're going to pick up at uh session 10 question 15 uh right after all the the, the four different uh and he starts talking about Atlantis and, and stuff again we'll let that play and we'll get right into uh session 11 okay but i wanna i didn't want to just just start there and forget this because some because some of this we didn't actually cover we talked about it but we didn't actually cover it right i think i played it but i don't i always you know me i go back a couple of questions just to be safe right so i'm gonna go ahead and do that we'll get through. but i wanted to tell you about this cold moon super moon full moon and the energy if you guys didn't feel anything in the energy that was building and then waving through here Two days ago, literally at the if you're in the northern hemisphere, it was around 7:30 to 9:30 p.m. Uh, I believe uh, uh, Central Time, 7:30 to 9:30 Central to to the North American continent or yeah, to, to the North American. Continent. Um, so that's that's what is that? That's like you know 5:30 uh, uh, p.m. or so here for me because I'm in California. So wherever you were around the world, it hit right then, whatever time it was, extrapolate out. Uh, so that's, uh, I'm seven, uh, minus seven seven um, uh, uh, GMT, right? So that would be nine, minus six or minus five GMT, wherever you are on the world. If you're paying attention to GMT, you know where you are shipped to that time, to Zulu time. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, start this, all right? So let me take myself off the screen here because we don't need me on Go in here full for this as best we can. And then I'm going to go ahead and start. This is the law of one, session 10, question number 15. And we're going to go right into, we're going to finish this session and go right into session 11, okay?
2: So here we go. 10.15 questioner. I was wondering about the advent of the civilization called Atlantis and Lemuria, the way these civilizations occurred, and where did they come from? Inaudible is the last corpus work. The civilizations of Atlantis and Lemuria were not one but two. Let us look first at the mu entities. 53,000 53, of your years ago. It was through no action of their own. They set out those who survived and reached many places in what you call Russia, North America, and South America. The Indians of whom you have come to feel some sympathy in your social complex distortions are the descendants of these entities. Like the other incarnates of this cycle, they came from elsewhere. However, these particular entities were largely drawn from a second density planet which had some difficulty, due to the age of its sun, in achieving third density life conditions. This planet was from the galaxy DNAMP.
0: So I want to pause that again because, in normal uh, fashion, right? My internet was not having any issues at all, even when I was uh, testing, going live, and, and looking at. But as soon as I start talking about the Law of One, I start playing the Law of One. Guess what happens? Right. So I apologize for that. I don't know why it's doing that. Um, so we'll, I apologize, and it looks like we're back to normal uh, internet, but it keeps going up and slamming. But then again, we also had—I wanted to point out. We also had, uh, uh, you know, a, a coronal mass ejections from the sun. Sun uh, uh, energy coming from the sun, from our star, that was actually bombarding us as well this month. So we have all of that energy coming from our star. Energy coming from outside of our universe, right? And everything is 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 convening and striking the Earth at the exact time, the exact same time. On the exact same uh, few days of the of the month, which has all kinds of ramifications for throughout history for timelines, crazy, right? Okay, let's go ahead and continue. If I can get this to start playing, it doesn't want to do that yeah now it's freezing it doesn't want to start okay <laughs> not sure what's going on there hold on a second let me see if i can re- redo this here yeah now it's frozen i apologize for that not sure what's going on but it it like crashed it's still open, but it's just frozen. Let me hit stop. Try and start it. it there we go.
2: Primitive nature, but those who had very advanced spiritual distortions. The civilization was part of this cycle, experienced early within the cycle at a time of approximately 53,000, 53,000, 53,000 of your years ago. It was an helpful and harmless place which was washed beneath the ocean during a readjustment of your sphere's tectonic plates through no action of their own. They set out. Those who survived and reached many places in North America. America. The Indians of whom you have come to feel some sympathy in your social complex distortions are the descendants of these entities. Like the other incarnates of this cycle, they came from elsewhere. However, these particular entities were largely drawn from a second density planet which had some difficulty, due to the age of its sun, in achieving third density life conditions. This planet was from the galaxy Dinam. Was very of your space slash time continuum illusion. It was a slow-growing and very agrarian society until approximately 15,000 15,000 of your years ago. It reached quickly a high technological understanding, which caused it to be able to use intelligent infinity in a less informative manner. We may add that they used intelligent energy as well. Manipulating greatly the natural flux of life, thus they were able to create life forms. This they began to do instead of healing and perfecting their own mind slash body slash spirit complexes, turning their distortions towards what you may call the negative.
0: I wanted to point out, which I skipped over last time. I think I may have mentioned it, but I wanted to point out what Raw said right there. Right? We may we may add. This is me reading again. We may add that they used intelligent energy as well, manipulating greatly the natural influxes of the indigo or pineal ray from divine or infinite energies. Want to point that out for you to ponder for a second. Okay. Because you have uh, the you know this this group of, of children who came through who were being called the indigo, right? And that is a color. In fact, it's a blue that's not unlike the the blue, it's a little bit more bright than the blue that you see on the highlight where the last word there says negative and it's highlighted. Indigo is very similar to that. It's a very bright uh, blue that's a little bit darker than that because that's more of a royal blue right there. However, you know what I'm saying if you know what, the, what it is. okay. And I wanted to point out that raw had had called the infinite energy or the pineal ray energy, pineal gland of the brain, indigo. Okay, that that's something that you need to think about and ponder for a minute, because that's actually um, pretty intense that because for those of us who who understand um, how how it works when you are vibrating, especially if you've opened your third eye, your energy becomes indigo like people see a blue energy. So your aura becomes more blue than than uh, than in most of the other colors okay and then in your mind's eye you start seeing purple and the reason that for that is because that is the energy that is in the third eye and then when you transcend that or understand that or transmute that energy that is the indigo energy and that has to do with if you look at the eye of horus which people call the Eye of Ra, which it's not, but they call it that. I don't know why they do that. There was a television show, uh, Stargate, and they called the Eye of Horace Ra uh, wrongfully, and then that translated into the television series, and they called that the Eye of Ra, and it's actually the Eye of Horace. Either way, that, that entire depiction of that eye and the shape of that eye, I have that in my uh, credits uh, during the song, during the video that plays in the beginning, those of you listening on the MP3 file, you don't know that because you you don't see the, the images. But I show that the Egyptian eye of Horus many times because that is, in fact, your third eye and the pineal gland. Okay. So I wanted to point that out for you to ponder for a moment that that is associated and is supposed to be associated. Allison, welcome is supposed to be associated with the pineal gland, the indigo color. And that, that's what Ra just referred to here. Is that energy opening the third eye being the indigo energy. Okay? So let's let's continue here.
2: Approximately eleven thousand, eleven thousand of your years ago the first of the, what you call, wars, caused approximately 40% of this population to leave the density by means of disintegration of the body. The second and most devastating of the conflicts occurred approximately 10821, 10821, 10,821 years in the past according to your illusion. This created an earth-changing configuration and a large part of Atlantis was no more, having been inundated. Three of the positively oriented of the Atlantean groups left this geographical locus before that devastation, placing themselves in the mountain areas of what you call Tibet, what you call Peru, and what you call Turkey. Do you have any brief questions before we close this meeting? 10.16 questioner, only one, other than what we can do to make the instrument more comfortable. I have only one other question. I would like to have brief information of the word you use, galaxy. Ra, I am Ra. We use the term known to your people by the sound vibration complex galaxy. We accept that some galaxies contain one system of planetary and solar groups, others containing several. However, the importance of the locus in infinite time slash space dimensionality is so little that we accept the distortion implicit in such an ambiguous term. 10.17 Questioner and with nine planets and our sun we have here in our system, would you refer to that as a solar galaxy? Ra, we would not. 10.18 questioner. How many stars, approximately, would be in a galaxy? Ra, it depends upon the galactic system. Your own, as you know, contains many, many, millions of planet entities and star bodies. 10.19 questioner. I was just trying to get to the definition you were using for galaxy. You mentioned them a couple of times and it seemed to me that inaudible what you call a galaxy we call a planetary system. Is there any way to make the instrument more comfortable? Ra, I am Ra. This instrument could be made somewhat more comfortable if more support were given the body complex. Other than this, we can only repeat the request to carefully align the symbols used to facilitate this instrument's balance. Our contact is narrow-banded, and thus the influx brought in with us must be precise. I am raw. I leave you in the love and the light of the one infinite Creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one Creator. Auto night.
0: Okay. Before we go on to eleven, I just wanted to say uh, welcome to Christopher, right? Who just and, and Allison. I did say welcome to you. Uh, welcome, I haven't seen Allison in the in the audience for a while. In fact, she actually has her name up most of the time. Uh, she doesn't give permission to have her name up there. Welcome, Allison and Christopher. Uh, and for those of you that you know might be thinking right now, if you're here and you didn't listen to or weren't here last week, that I just passed over uh, Atlantis and, and go back to last week, I spent probably an hour talking about Atlantis and, and the ramifications therein, thereof uh, and, uh, all of the stuff that is transpired, uh, from that, because of that, who they are, what's going on in service to others and service to self, yada, yada. So I'm not going to recover that again. That's why I just let that play out. Okay. To get us up to where we are now. So I apologize, but you know, you can go back and listen to that, uh, after the show, after this class, if you want to know more about, uh, in, in um, Everything. I could have did an entire show because I've done that before. I could do three, four or five hours just on Atlantis alone, but I did not. OK, but I did go on kind of long last week. I think we went four hours last week. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Right. So Casey says, oh, yeah, I'm back. Thanks, cable guy. I see. So apparently you had uh, some issues as well. Right. With your uh, Internet. So I'm going to go ahead, and you can see on the screen, it takes place January 28th, 1981. And for those of you who are here and you see that RAW is spelled R-A-H, the only reason I added that H to everything was because when I don't, the computer program just says I am RA. So I add the H and then all of a sudden the computer program says RAW. For those of you listening on the MP3 broadcast, you have no idea. You just think the computer is actually speaking properly when the computer is not, or maybe the computer is the computer doesn't realize that raw uh, is just uh, is is the one spelling, because a lot of times you see people, Egyptians, they actually spell raw with the H uh, that 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 was the way that it was supposed to be spelled. But I think they might do that. I don't know if they do it. Why? But I think they might do that for the computer as well. Um, I'm not positive, but a lot of times I have seen Egyptians where they spell raw R-A-H quite a bit, especially the people in that religion. Uh, so I don't know. I've always seen it as just R A, in uh, because it also is, is hand symbols and it also means something. I'm not going to get involved in all that right now. But R A H does it changes the meaning of what raw is and what raw stands for uh, with the R A. So, but then again, uh, what do I know? Right, I'm just a theologian. Right, I just study religions <laughs> and carry four religious titles from four different religions. I don't have all. of them. Um.
2: January 28, 1981. 11.0 Ra, I am Ra. I greet you in the love and the light of the infinite creator. I communicate now. 11.1 1, Questioner Should we include the ritual that you have suggested that we use to call you in the book that will result from these sessions? point two questioner, is it of any students to have name and name present during these sessions? Does the number in the group make any difference in these sessions?
1: I am Ra. The most important of the entities are
2: the questioner and the vibratory sound is a portion of your love vibration. 11.3 questioner. You said yesterday that Maldek was destroyed due to warfare. If Maldek hadn't destroyed itself...
0: I apologize again because the internet keeps slamming down. So if any of that didn't come through, I apologize. Uh, if I sit here all day long and don't talk about law one, nothing happens with the internet. Uh, and then all of a sudden, as soon as I started playing the law of one and it's only one more window, I sat here earlier uploading and I had seven windows open while I was also doing research and nothing was wrong and everything was uploading super quickly to the Internet. and All this. No issues. The Internet never once dipped down and came back up, never had any problems. As soon as I start talking to the law of one, it goes slam, slam up, slam up. It's, it's like, I'll, I'll have to try and clear the energy. It's like someone's trying to knock us off and knock me off the internet or uh, get people, simple-minded people to get annoyed. And go, I'm out of here. This thing's not coming through right. I'm out of here. I'm going to go find something else to do, which is what they want you to do. Opposition wants you to turn the channel and not pay attention. So I apologize if that's coming through the way it is, right? So in case you tell the cable guy, I said, thank you. And yeah, man, you better not. I tried to type in laugh out loud, but that was when my, my internet slammed down and neither of the uh, of the uh, things that i typed went out to the universe it just said having trouble with connection please check your internet connection and then as soon as i paused the internet's perfect <laughs> so i can't believe that my playing and having words being spoken that are not being spoken by me but by a computer is overwhelming my computer and my internet but it is as soon as i start watch let's let's it as it's been perfect The entire time that I haven't played the Law of One, watch when I start playing the Law of One, right? And that's no different from the screen is the screen, right? All all it is is an audio that's coming through, not by me, right? And all of a sudden that slams my internet down. Yeah, Mm, Shadow banning, shadow banning. Oh, by the way, that was proven and has been released by Elon Musk. The shadow banning was in fact something that was currently going on all the way up as far back as Twitter since the beginning of Twitter. In the beginning of time until he took control and fired everybody who is doing that just pointing that out for you in case you are not paying attention to Elon Musk on his own platform and the things that he's dropping showing the actual proof and that there's now investigations starting in the federal government of the United States of America into that because Jack Dorsey and all those people that he fired what well, Jack Dorsey left of course before he got fired but everybody else that was on the board uh, that was in charge, have been fired, and um, they all lied, including Jack in front of uh, the public, Congress, under oath, and that suggests to uh, many people uh, that um, maybe there's they should be going after other big tech companies uh, and having them give us transparency, which they won't. Uh, but you know we'll see what happens. I don't think anything's going to happen. Rich and elite people will never die of anything besides old age. And uh, they never go to jail. It's only the ones that they need to sacrifice to shut up the slaves and keep the slaves from revolt. They go to jail, right? Like uh, Epstein and Weinstein or whatever the other guy's name is. One got got cacked off in prison uh, and uh, supposedly hung himself in a weird way that looked like he got his neck snapped because somebody strangled him. Oh, whatever. And then the other one who was obviously raping everybody and got caught. And because he got outed, he went to jail. Now my internet, look at that. I start talking about something that actually matters, and the internet slams on. right? Okay, let's talk about um, and and stupid things, and that way the internet will come back up, and the algorithms will love us. So I'm going to go ahead and start again here just as soon as the internet pops back up. So I apologize that I'm talking and probably chopping up, and you guys are going, what's wrong with your microphone, Leo? There's something wrong. I can barely hear you. Well, that's because my internet is down to one bar right now because I was starting Talking about the cabal, and was talking about something. It was either or talking about the hat, right, Christopher. The struggle is real, right, Christopher? Said the struggle is real. Absolutely, Uh, it just internalized. Oh, I wanted to point that out. Thank you for reminding me, Christopher, for saying that. I wanted to point out uh, that all of this that is going on. First of all, the whole you know the whole dichotomy between good and evil. The whole entire scheme, the yin and the yang, uh, to coin the Eastern phrase, Eastern philosophical phrase. Uh, so that I teach, I and mean, I'm trying to teach you guys, get out of the mindset that there's a war between good and evil where we have to defeat evil, because that's, that is, in your mind, is a three-dimensional external exercise that you believe is happening. But it is, but there's a reason for it. I wanted to explain that. Because this race of of people on on this planet, the human race, uh, and and a few others like uh, the whales and the dolphins, who are, because especially the humans are stuck and have been stuck for approximately 150,000 years, and nobody is actually doing the shadow work in mass on mass to to ascend. What's happening is that entire scenario is playing out in the physical. To force, it's always been this way. It's never changed, right? I was thinking about that. and Everyone's like, oh, you know, big tech has been controlling the narrative and uh, they've stifled the truth, okay? And and because of the Internet, okay, prior to the Internet, now, re- remember that I was in the Irish Secret Service, okay? I worked for the IRA. They you know a lot of people go, you didn't say I didn't do that. I could get pissed off. I could piss off the IRA, and they can come and, and frickin' whack me for, for saying that. I was in the IRA. At, prior to the Internet, all of the information that was going on and the and the atrocities that were happening to the Irish were being stifled. Without the internet. Okay? And it was the internet and me and a few people like me who realized that the internet was the way of the future, who ran three different information highways under three different aliases than this one. We realized that the internet could be utilized, even though they were trying to stop it now, they were trying to stop it then as well. Okay? And they were, but they didn't have as much control over it and that's why they gained control by doing what they have done. Okay, but it's still, they can't stop it. They keep trying and then there, it, there's other outlets, I'm not going to go into all of that, because some of those are secret, but they're out there. Okay, so they just control the population around. on. And the reason I say that is because when you go back in time now, Right You have in the Constitution to the United States of America, one of the, one of the rights in that Constitution is freedom of the press. Why is that? Because back in 1700s, prior to 1776 when they signed the Declaration and then ratified all of the, the things after that, by 1787 or 1790. Realized that the English at the time, the throne was controlling the narrative and not allowing people to report by print. Okay, by by printing and, and they had in fact Alexander uh, uh, Hamilton was one of the people who were writing uh, things and distributing them, literally handing out leaflets to people under an alias. Okay, under an alias no different than what I was handing out information on the information highway to other people using aliases I was doing the same thing to get information out to the public to the world of the atrocities that were going on by the cabal okay i'm not trying to say that i'm i'm uh, as great as hamilton or the founding fathers of the united states of america however there were people in uh, in europe think about the underground the thing to people throughout time had to deal with the same atrocities and the same control by the cabal utilizing and locking down control of information depending on what the information was by the technology that they had at the time nothing has changed nothing has changed they were controlling the narrative and keeping it from the masses now if you go back The burning of Alexandria, probably partying, and she was hot, right? And he was a young stud, so they were probably having great sex. Just saying. Um, that entire thing was again control. Then again, you had the councils of Nicaea, the first and second council of Nice or Nicaea, uh, and, and there was actually four of those. But the first two were destroyed, and we ended up with the Dead Sea Scrolls that we just found in nineteen forty-eight, where they tried to again eradicate the information that was going out to the mass population of the planet and did. And, and it took 2000 years to get that information back out or, or 1500 years to get that information back out to the world. Do you see? So nothing of, of what's happening now is any different. It's just on a different scale because we have technology and it's completely, they're not completely controlling it. If they're just the sites, those are only three or four sites. If you include TikTok, those are only four sites. Are they the most popular? Yes. But that's not the only place where people go to get their information. Not at all. They control all of the mainstream. That's why it's called mainstream media. That's why it's called that. They control the mainstream. They've controlled the mainstream ever since they had a mainstream of any kind of information being given to the masses. It's never changed and and they have controlled and kept away the truth from the you know 80% of the world forever so there's no difference it hasn't changed it's not supposed to and you're supposed to realize that and because of most people not it's it's playing out re, over and over
1: relentlessly
0: in the three dimensional that it's the inward and and not, not the outward you're supposed to do that's the entire secret that's what raw is trying to get across with all of his 106 sessions that raw is trying to get across to the people is that you're supposed to be looking inward and 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 just in defeating the evil within yourself not trying to team up with other people to defeat the evil that is out in the world if everyone looks within themselves and does what Carl Jung called the the, uh, uh, shadow work, he's wanting to coin that phrase, by the way. That's why they have an institute named after him, the Jung Institute named after him, because he he coined that phrase and that entire theory of what that entire thing is that is going on, literally put it into words so people understood it and could study it to realize what is shadow work, shadow Work first of all was something that he created, not that it, it's an invention, just the words and saying this is what it is, and this is the internalization of what you have to do to work on your psyche, to work on yourself, and that entire theory of how all of that uh, functions. And that was just an explanation that was being described to you for hundreds of thousands of years prior to that. Okay, but people he put it into a Words that the common folk could actually understand today. People are still uh, utilizing those. And it's become common household words. When I say shadow work, most people understand what that means. Not everyone, because people have to learn, right? Or you don't know. Okay. So, so the, the entire process of what's playing out, like on the news, around the world, physically, over and over and over and over again. Throughout time, mass destruction, mass uh, you know abuses, mass uh, destruction of the people, abuse of the people, atrocities of the people, over and over and over again is happening to force everyone to see it. Okay,
2: to force you to see it. If
0: everybody immediately believed that they were supposed to grow up and and uh, work on themselves and did no famine, no crime, all of the things, the entire utopia that you think about and want would become a thing. Hence, Mohan Gandhi saying, be the change you want to see in the world. All of these teachers throughout all of time have been trying to tell us that in their perspective, and in their respective that they've had, whatever, whatever form they had at the time, to be able to explain that is what they've been trying to do. And Jung tried to make it as clear as possible, and everyone else has tried in their way and I'm trying in my way, to make it as obvious and as clear as possible.
1: okay but they're
0: going to it forever it's their job their job is to control that's part that's their religion anyways destruction control abuse power all of that is their religion it is the religion of evil it is the spirituality of evil people of evil minded of evil souls period it's their job and that happens every, everywhere in all universes in the dimension, going into the fourth and the fifth, and halfway through the sixth, everywhere, that is that is the way that the Creator of the universe has decided that is best for all of us to have an organic experience to uh, to actually f- know what it means to be mortal, because we are not, we never have been, we never will be mortal. We are immortal. And we are the one. That is that is what that is the, the the law of love actually, instead of the law of one. The law of one is is those uh, laws that bind us, right? And explain what's going on. The law of love is is the over, uh, uh, overreaching control of all of that. So all the laws dictate. This is the, what's necessary.
1: For all of this to happen,
0: all of this has to and can't. So, you're not going to defeat externally all the evil on this planet. The only way that that happens in any mass scale is that all of those humans defeat the evil of themselves and rise above the egoic thought process and thinking mind of the avatar that they occupy and come to the realization that they are in fact, first of all, and most importantly an immortal soul occupying an avatar. And then secondly, and more importantly, that they are in fact, the creator. And so is everyone and everything.
1: That this not practice
0: it, but know that it is in fact true. That's when people are going to ascend. It's not defeating the the, you know, overthrowing the governments that are evil and firing the people and putting them in jail that are doing. That is there to happen as well, because of the events that lead you to all of that stuff sherry welcome it's been a while since sherry's been here too welcome that all is all part of it because that roots you everything that happens physically roots you in the third dimension for your organic experience you're supposed to have that and it's
1: being
0: that is in the scrolls. That's actually talked about. Right, I'm going to go back and, and play some more. You know, hopefully, my internet will stay up, but it just seems to be going up and down, up and down, up and down, just like it was last week. And it only does that when I'm talking about the law of one. If I come on here and talk politics, unless I start talking about stuff that they don't want you to know about, uh, I could come on here and just talk about, uh, you know, uh, nothing. Cars, TNA. And my state. My, my second, I start talking about something that actually counts i get the i get the slamming of my internet all right let's continue here while it's up continue with session 11 question number three
2: okay due to warfare would it have become a planet that evolved with self-service and would the entities have increased in density gone on to say the fourth fifth density in the negative sense or the sense of self-service Ra, i am raw the planetary social memory complex Maldek, had in common with your own sphere the situation of a mixture of energy direction. Thus it, though unknown, would most probably have been a mixed harvest of few moving to fourth density, a few moving towards fourth density in service to self, the great majority repeating third density. This is approximate due to the fact that parallel poss- possibilities slash- probability <laughs> vortices see- 11.4 questioner, is there a planet behind our sun visit to us in orbit, that we do not know about? R.A., I am R.A., there is a sphere in the area opposite your sun of a very, very cold nature, but large enough to skew certain statistical figures. This sphere should not properly be called a planet as it is locked in first density. 11.5 questioner, you said that entities from Maldek might go to some may go to fourth density negative. Are there people who go out of our present third density to places in the universe and serve? Which are fourth density, self-service, or negative type of planets?
0: Now, before we get into the answer to that, I wanted to quickly cover that, uh, that planet that he's talking about. It is in the first density. It's out of phase with our third density. So there is a planet that is opposite our sun, but it's not something that is in this reality it's in this solar system but it's out of phase just like uh, on the rings of saturn there's actually an entire species living in the eighth dimension the eighth density in the rings of saturn but we can't see them we can fly through the rings of saturn and never crash into them and never kill anyone and they would they can't see us we can't see them do you understand so that's multiphasic so there is other planets here and he just asked raw the question of, of one that has been hypothesized because of feeling the gravitational pull or observing the gravitational pull, whether or not there's a planet there. Everybody just assumes that's the, you know, the planet where, where originally it was NabuRu, and, and it was the, the, a different race. But now, uh, in the last, since 2012, when, when uh, G- Giorgio Tsouklos changed the meaning of Zacharias Ditchin's uh, translation, which was wrong. We've talked about that a hundred million times. Of the of the Dead Sea Scrolls of the of the um, the Moldeckian language, which he used the Akkadian, which is Greek, and thought that that's what he was talking about. And so uh, he said it was a God uh, Anu, and then uh, Zachariah Stitchin said that, and then come forward in time that was in forty-eight to fifty, and then come forward into twenty-twelve, and Giorgio Tsoukalos then changed the translation from the God Enki came to Earth to those from the heavens came made it an entire race of people which eventually started becoming uh, called the anunnaki and then the anunnaki uh, people have just now added that to the the line of secession in the in the moldek uh, uh secession or the sumerian uh, uh lineage which it did, did it's never been there until uh 2021 and then they added it 2019 2021 somewhere around there they added it and now they call the planet nuburu and the people that came from there they call them uh, uh, the Anunnaki, and now they're being called the Moldek Anunnaki. I'm sorry, no, the no, the the uh, uh, Marduk Anunnaki. So it's evolved again into an entirely different species with the with the Marduk, and Marduk was the great grandson of Tiamat, who slayed her, which is in the uh, scroll of the Sumerian scrolls. So now the race of people who became a race after it was translated that it was a god anu which is an Akkadian god then it trans then it transformed into an entire species and now they have a place that they came from and they're in fact our overlords who according to everybody the, the, this planet that's out there planet 10 planet x that is is in this weird orbit. That's already supposed to be here, and it's overdue. And they should already have come back. And that they only come back every ten thousand years, but they've been gone for thirty thousand years. This time, weird. Uh, and that they're supposed to be here now. And that now they're the Anunnaki, the Moldek, or I'm sorry, the the, the uh, I said it again, the, the wrong we didn't. I Marduk, Anunnaki is an entire species now that has a planet of origin which doesn't exist. Uh, it's only there in in slight gravitational pull, but we can't see it, we can't find it, we can't go to it because it's out of phase with us <laughs> But now there's an entire species that uh, created us, and there are overlords and slave masters, according to all of the cabal and the uh, and what Ra's warning about, which is the Orion Crusaders who have come here to uh, take control of this planet, lied about, planted the information just pointing that out okay let's continue
2: raw i am raw your question is unclear please restate
0: i apologize i didn't see that question because i was actually not on that page so denise said what is first density nothing lives there yes first let me explain that we have first density life on this earth First density life forms would be um, air, uh, water, gas, uh, an amoeba, a single cell organism. Um, you know, you, it, it, then when you become a second density, you're like a blade of grass or a leaf or a rock or a tree. And then when you become third, uh, that's when you are self-aware. So you, it, birds and plants and dogs and cats and, and all of that. All the animals are second density because they have they have motion. They're not a single cell organism they now, have, but they don't, and they they think, but they're not self-aware. When you become self-aware, you move into the third. So all of creation that is physical in this third dimensional uh, uh, plane of existence is in fact one dimension. But it's not just what you can see, touch, taste, or smell. There are you know all the all the micro-celled uh, um, uh, organisms the the microcosm uh which is what they call you know in in physics the the weirding way where you have the you know everything that is so small that we can't see it with the naked eye even with a telescope we can barely see it and the in even smaller than that that's life right it's the building blocks of everything that's first density so so the first density so there's a planet that only resides there it does not have second or third density uh, um, uh, life or or existence. The only thing that it, that transcends past first density is its gravitational pull because that affects everything. Just like our sun, people don't know this, the sun that we call Sol, the, the blue or the, I'm sorry, the yellow ray energy that is coming through in this dimension, third dimension. It, so we think that that star is in fact yellow. When that's what only what we're seeing is that spectrum, which is third dimension, third density, third chakra. Okay, energy. That star is actually a blue dwarf star that is in the in the seventh and eighth density, occupying this space in this galaxy. But we don't see it. We don't. We're not being bombarded by that energy because it's out of phase with us. Literally, uh, you know, up we're at the third, and it's in the sixth through the eighth. But that's, that star is in the exact same location, and it's a blue dwarf, right? But we only see it as the yellow gas. That's the only energy that affects us. So that star itself is affecting uh, throughout many different, from, from the first all the way to the eighth, that, that star is in that place. But the energy that is perceived from that is completely different color depending on where you are in the spectrum, as you move up in octaves, it's the same as moving up in the chakra points because the universe is the exact same as our chakra points. So when you move up to the indigo, right? Where is that in the chakra count, right? Do you see? Where is the purple in the chakra count of our bodies? It's the exact same light spectrum that happens in every dimension or density. So, if we were in the first density, the the sun uh, that is shining on that planet that's out there that's in the first density is red. It's a it's a red dwarf or a red gas giant. Do you see? It's red energy. And then the, then in the third density, which is the third chakra, it's yellow because that's the, the color of the yellow chakra. Is third is, is, is the third chakra is yellow. Got it? She says okay. Thank you. All right, let's move on.
2: Six questioner, as our cycle ends and graduation occurs, is it possible for anyone to go from this third density to a fourth density planet that is a self-service type or negative type? Ra, I am Ra. We grasp now the specificity of your query. In this harvest the probability slash possibility vortex indicates in harvest, though small, of this type. That is correct. 11.7 questioner, can you tell us what happened to Adolf Hitler? Ra, I am Ra. The mind-slash-body-slash-spirit complex known as Adolf is at this time in an healing process in the middle astral planes of your spherical force field. This entity was greatly confused and, although aware of the circumstance of change in vibratory level associated with the cessation of the chemical body complex, nevertheless, needed a great deal of care. 11-pointed question is in self-service or a negative type planet, or who will go there?
0: So, just so you're aware, Adolf Hitler was not, in fact, as evil as everyone thinks or claimed. He was uh, aware of what was happening, but they had him so drugged up, they had him so doped up that he didn't realize, and he, had li- he was going crazy from the drugs that's been proven scientifically. If you watch him that he was, he was in fact out of his mind, the cocktail of dope that they were giving him was all kinds of crazy barbiturates and uppers. Okay. Shit that if we all did uh, all together, like he did free, they call it freebasing. As a matter of fact, if you did all the shit together that he did, that, you know, there was some kid that they just some guy that just dropped dead, uh, that went crazy and was attacking cops or some other people. And when they, when they checked his blood, he had cocaine, PCP, LSD, and, and marijuana all in his system all at the same time, and fentanyl, okay? Those people usually end up dead. The same thing happened to um, that guy that the cop uh, put his his knee on until he strangled him. That poor guy, all of that happened, was also on uh, four different drugs, fentanyl, cocaine, marijuana, and PCP, okay, at that time. That's why he was having problems, and that's why he couldn't breathe. But the, the cop was a fucking murderer. I'm just, pardon my, pardon me saying that. I saw the look in that guy's eyes, that police officer, when he was doing what he was doing. Okay, I saw the videotape, and I saw the look on his face, and the look in his eyes, and he was, he was killing that man. Okay, I, you know I can't say that in, implicitly because I wasn't there and I wasn't part of the jury. Good thing, because I would have said that that was a murderer killing this guy who even though he was a drug addict and a drug, you know, and whacked out of his mind, like, way whacked out of his mind, probably would have died anyway, honestly, from the overdose. But it doesn't mean he would have, because they could have hit him with Narcan and he would have came back to life. That, that entire scenario, if you saw those videos, it's pretty obvious what was going on there, right? Let's be serious and be honest and be objective with reality. Okay, so now we're going to get into Genghis Khan, right? So Adolf Hitler was, in fact, not as evil as everybody thinks, and he was currently in the 80s. I don't know if he is now, and, and I'm not going to use my medium uh, energy to try and figure that out right now. I don't think he is <laughs> still in the place of healing, but he was in the 80s. So it literally was 35 years after his death because he didn't die when they said he did in the 40s, just so you know. He lived in Argentina and died of old age. Right? He did escape. They've proven that. It's just not widely known because most people don't want to know that, but I know it. He, he lived in Argentina, escaped there. That's why Argentina was part of the original group that got to go to Iceland before any other nation, except for America and Australia and, you know, the allied armies. Uh, Germany, part of Germany, but America, especially America, uh, uh, England, uh, Australia, and only in a couple other countries, and Argentina was one of them. And a lot of us said immediately, what the... Why Argentina? Well, you might want to ask that question and look into Argentina and find out to this day why they still have the Nazi flag flying over most of the cities there. Just saying. Okay, let's continue.
2: Ra. I am Ra. The number of entities thus harvested is small. However, a few have penetrated the 8th level, which is only available from the opening up of the 7th through the 6th. Penetration into the 8th or intelligent infinity level allows a mind-slash-body-slash-spirit complex to be harvested if it wishes at any time-slash-space during the cycle. 11.9 Questioner, are any of these people known in the history of our planet by name? Bulba, the one known as Geng-
0: Okay, so I'm waiting for the for the uh, stuff to uh, re, uh, you know, my internet to to, to re go. So, uh, are, are any of these people who have graduated uh, into the next and not the the eighth or ninth, not seventh, eighth, and ninth, uh, only because the and people that are evil cannot go past halfway through the sixth? Uh, but is there anyone that has graduated on the evil side? And then Ra is saying we will mention a few. Right, known uh, to you as as Taras Bulba, you can look that name up. It wasn't spelled, it wasn't actually, that's a a translation, but you can find that, right? Genghis Khan, one that you know as Genghis Khan, and one that you know as Rasputin. This is where we're going with those people who graduated from the third, this third density into the fourth density on the evil side, and we'll get into that. So here we go. Khan,
2: the one known as Rasputin. 11.10 questioner, how did they accomplish this? What was necessary for them to accomplish this? Ra, I am Ra. All of the aforementioned entities were aware, through memory, of Atlantean understandings having to do with the use of the various centers of mind slash body slash spirit
1: like
2: energy influx in attaining the gateway to intelligent Do paranormal things while they were incarnate here? The first two entities mentioned made little use of these abilities consciously. However, they were bent single-mindedly upon service to self, sparing no efforts in personal discipline to double, redouble, and so empower this gateway. The third was a conscious adept and also spared no effort in the pursuit of service to self. 11.12 Questioner. Where are these three entities now? Ra, I am Ra. These entities are in the dimension known to you as fourth. Therefore the space-slash-time continua are not compatible. An approximation of the space-slash-time locus of each would net no actual understanding. Each chose a fourth-density planet which was dedicated to the pursuit of the understanding of the law of one through service to self, one in what you know as the Orion Group, one in what you know as Cassiopeia, one in what you know as Southern Cross. However, these loci are not satisfactory we do not have vocabulary for the geometric calculations necessary for transfer of this understanding to you. 11.13 questioner, who went to the Orion group? Ra, I am Ra. The one known as Genghis Khan. 11.14 questioner, what does he presently do there? What is his job or occupation? What does he do? Ra, I am Ra. This entity serves the creator in its own way. 11.15 Questioner, is it impossible for you to tell us precisely how he does this service? Ra, I am Ra. It is possible for us to speak to this query. However, we use any chance we may have to reiterate the basic understanding slash learning that all beings serve the Creator. The one you speak of as Genghis Khan, at present, is incarnate in a physical light body which has the work of disseminating material of thought control to those who are what you may call crusaders is as you would term this entity a shipping clerk
0: so a shipping clerk i said a patent clerk before a shipping clerk <laughs> but he ships energy he is he actually controls knowledge and that's his job in the fourth and he and he's working for the very people who are who are uh, losing and being kicked off this rock so there is in some sense a physical war that's going on between occupying and non-occupying. But that does happen because everything has to play out. The microcosm has to play out to the macrocosm, right? However, the understanding that you have to have is that, that you cannot ever defeat, utterly destroy all of, uh, of narcissism or evil or, or uh, nefariousness because it's necessary for the organic operation that is the dichotomy of the yin and the yang the positive and the negative the war and the peace the kundalini energy of this entire experience and experiment okay so you need to understand that however the ebb and flow is that different things happen right that fluctuate right when it when a society like this one gets stuck it has to become unstuck and to unstick it sometimes there has to be uh, because the physical stuck it right everything that happens has to have an equal and opposite reaction so physically when they were unleashed onto this planet and the other 22 in in this portion of the of our milky way galaxy that all of the people that were there Chose to be there to go through that. You don't know that, but you did. You don't remember that, but you did. You chose to be here to go through this. Okay? No matter how tough it is, no matter how stuck you are, no matter how stuck everybody is, this wasn't, you're not a, you're, you were not, and at all, a victim. Okay? and this is what's playing out in the in the physical reality in every country those people who stop becoming the victim and don't see themselves as victims end up taking back control of their own destiny freeing themselves from tyranny that's the microcosm the three dimensional play playing out for the spiritual For all that you need to learn on a spiritual level, translating to the third dimension, to this physical place that you're pretending is reality. Okay. So you're supposed to, at some point, open up your mind to the possibility of all of this. And that's the starting to learn and understand and to consume the knowledge that is infinity or the infinite wisdom of the universe. That's part of your uh, training and part of your realization and remembering as you go and as you ascend. Then you, you gain that understanding. You gain that dimension. That level of knowledge becomes apparent to you. And then you become aware of it. And you start to assimilate that into your psyche, into your spiritual mindset, and that opens up other doors. Do you see? All of that has always been there. It will always be there. But you chose this path. You chose to come here for this test that is out of the ordinary, that is not just living a life and then learning these things and then ascend but to be in a place that is playing out on a very scary level, the violence in third dimension that goes on in your mind, that goes on with your immortal soul as you go through what's happening in the realization and growing and becoming an adolescent and then becoming an adult. You just don't remember that. You don't remember Volunteering for it, all of this, including all of the conspiracy theories that the oh, temporal war, and then yeah, is that going on and playing out in the three dimensional? Yes, and if you only focus on that, that is what will consume you, and you will never ever grow from there, and you'll be stuck in that place only. You're supposed to realize that the realization that the child is no longer a child is when you realize that. Hickory Dickory Dock, the mouse ran up the clock, is a story for children. Right? That, that uh, that you know, the Little Red Riding Hood is a story for children. It's no different than Santa Claus. The story of, of, of better watch out, better not shout, better not cry. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Think about what that means. Think about what all of that means is trying to tell you as a child it's trying to teach you not to lie and cheat and steal and to be good and kind think about that as an adult it's telling you the same thing right that whole little ditty that little song of 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 that fat white old man and they always say it's a little tiny sled with tiny reindeer why do they always say that it's tiny it's never tiny it's huge right a tiny sled with a tiny reindeer what the hell kind of side sled is there with giant reindeer that is that is being pulled in in real life right so does he shrink down does santa claus shrink down to be four foot one is he a midget is that what he is he's a midget all this time right no he's not right but yet he comes down the chimney which is there's no way he can fit but he did does that's why in the movies they should it all opens up and he comes floats down and and then it closes back down normal reality changes the third dimension changes that is in that lore why what are they telling you what is that story telling you as children it's telling you look out be good somebody's watching you and paying attention to everything you're doing and you there are ramifications you will be held accountable so some say, well, that's obvious that it's a Christian story. It was not invented by Christians. It was invented thousands of years before Christianity. Okay, look that up. That entire storyline of the, of what they call Santa Clausa, which they're like, oh, that's Saint Claus. No, that was just the the church, the Christian church, adopting how close and similar that's, that was to the Greek-Roman saint word. Ah, That works out, doesn't it? Let's just say that that's what's going on, right? St. Nicholas is what they they chose to overlap that. Why am I going down this path for this uh, parable? Because it's that time of year, (laughs) right? So I'm using this parable as the example. So what is that story supposed to be telling you? It's this Garden of Eden story being reworded. It's the story of Jesus Jesus' death and resurrection It's the story of Marduk defeating uh, Tiamat, the dragon. It's the story of Thor destroying Ouroboros, the dragon of the North Sea. It's the same story, again, being told to you. It's the same story of Pan. It's the story of, of Peter Cottontail. Peter Cottontail was the death and resurrection story that happens when the god dies and then is reborn and gives life to the world. And that's the same as the darkness and the darkest hour before the light and the rebirth and the opening of the third eye, the eye of Horus, the pineal gland. Do you see? Are you following? Right, Sherry says, no more swimming. It's time to fly. I love what you're saying, Jared. Right. If we need to come up on the screen, there it is. No more swimming. It's time to fly. We are heading into a new paradigm. That's right. We are. In fact, we are. In fact, it's it's literally Bakhtun 12 ended and Bakhtun 13 started. This is the age of Aquarius. We are in between those two. The ending of the energy that is war Wolf- Mars the masculine portion of the kundalini energy and we are transmuting and moving into the feminine energy, which is a lot of people that are really masculine are going to hate it because they're, they feel like they're being emasculated by this. Oh, everyone's been making all men be pussies and and no women are becoming more aggressive and men are becoming less aggressive. And there's going to be a balance right down the center where we're all going to be at the same. We're all going to be in our energies, balancing our energies. And that's what's happening. <laughs> you see that, Women are not as as just boohoo crying, uh, um, being this dainty uh, female, and men are not this warlike freaking Mars God who is just running around full of testosterone. Right? What's happening is there's a balance where you see women becoming more aggressive and men bec- becoming less aggressive. <laughs> there's a balance happening because that is the age of Aquarius. That is the balance of the of the masculine and feminine energy. One side of the Kundalini energy is. Mars, war, masculine, the the you know, the point of the saber, the penis. And then the other energy is the feminine, the love, the caring, the nurturing, the womb, or the vagina. It depends on how you want to, what part of how far to the third dimension do you want to get with that? Okay. So then Denise says, Leo, what is the difference between four and five density for people who are uh, in service? to self as opposed to those in service to others that's a good question that's a great question the difference is the polarization of energy in this place and that's part of your your, your realization as you ascend is to realize that in a third dimensional or on a third dimensional planet like this one third density evil people are in and amongst People, So people that are in service to self and service to others are literally in your own family. Brothers, sisters, mothers, daughters, fathers, sons, husbands, wives. Literally, you don't know until you know. Because that that has been taken from you and the veilings happen. So you're literally on the front line in the middle of warfare with good and evil in the third dimension when you move up into the fourth dimension, they're separated. So you're not going to have a planet in the fourth dimension that is going to be all, you know, uh, you 80-20 know, or 90-10. Or so that's why you you hear that they moved to a different planet that is, in fact, on in service to self. Now, they do interact. So instead of being everybody all mixed in like here on Earth, it'll become like uh, America is to Canada or America is, to the UK um, in the same sphere, not on the same planet, but possibly in the same, you know, in the same galaxy, definitely not in the same solar system. Your territories then get separated. So you're going to have entire planets and solar systems that are going to be people that are in service to itself. And then entire planets and solar systems that are going to be people in service to others. Do you see now are they going to war with each other? Yes. In a physical Right. There's going to be wars going on, but but it gets far, far less. It's not like here where it's total pandemonium and that's being played out in the physical that that goes. That is still there. They're, they're still there, but they're but they're not as physically active. Mostly that's the, the, like in the fourth uh, dimension here on Earth, which is still called Earth. Uh, there are uh, evil people that are here as well. But they're not as prevalent, and they don't have as much control. And most of, uh, of what goes on is that they're in service to self. On they're either self-gratifying, and they're trying to move to a place that is all in service to self, or they're there as assassins, right? And they're trying to disrupt the fourth uh, dimension, or they're trying to assassinate someone, kill someone here in this dimension, or aid their brethren. In this dimension by giving them energy, power, thoughts and things to do here that helps them to become more evil They're, but most of the time they're in service to self. So they're guns for her. just like with Carla. I've had them attack me. Carla had them attacking her until her death, uh, where literally they were trying to sever the connection between raw. And, and so they couldn't sell the information and do all 106 channeling sessions. And in fact, when. Um, When Dawn, the questioner, committed suicide, that that severed it because it took the three of them, the scribe, the questioner, and the channel, together with their energies to be able to communicate with Ra. Carla was never able to communicate with Ra again after her husband committed suicide in 1984. He had colon cancer. And he was dying and he refused to, to go to the hospital to save his own life. And she got the sheriff involved to come and get him to try and save his life. And he pulled himself to gunpoint and held himself at gunpoint uh, as a hostage. And uh, then uh, was, did that for uh, like uh, two days and then walked out on the back porch and, and shot himself in the head, blew, blew his head off and killed himself. And that, that's why it ended. That's why all the sessions ended. They only did 106. There would have been more, more than likely, had he survived. Okay. So the so there's a separation right to get back to that. There's a separation, Denise, of of distance. You won't, you won't, it's it's harder for you to to not realize that somebody is in service to self. Now they might still be there and they are going to be, but they're not going to be hidden like here and hide and not and so you don't know until the predator attacks. It's harder for them to hide there because they don't have that ability because you're not as veiled in the fourth. That only place that happens where you have past, present and future is here in the third dimension, the third density. After this, everything happens all at once. So when you're in the fourth, you look at a person and you know everything about them. You know they're in service to self and they know you know that. And they also know that you're in service to others. So they they end up sticking to themselves and doing their own thing because they know that you're not going to allow them to to take advantage of you and victimize you like what happens in this reality. So once you leave here, that's why people are like, uh, you know, a lot of people don't want to come back here ever. They don't want to come back to here. The wanderers who do come back here are crazy, (laughs) right? Because you're willing to sacrifice your immortal soul and be possibly be stuck and victimized over and over and over again in the most torturous uh, time period of a soul's existence to help. So people who returned here like myself and, and many of you who are listening around the world, you chose this. Everything that's happening in your life was something that you decided to do. You chose this. Or you're here for the very first time because you're not a wanderer and you're going through this. Because you have to. But you also chose that. Because there was a time when you were, in fact, the creator. (laughs) And you decided that you wanted to have an organic experience and to realize what it is to be alive and to die. Because that's the only way that you can know what life is, is to know what death is. Well, they serve a purpose. Denise says it's sad. She says, yeah, it's sad that people in service to self... Right, that they're in service to self and they never get it. Well, that, But they serve a purpose. This is why Raw literally just said, you have to realize that talking about even uh, uh, these people moving up, Genghis Khan, moving up to uh, the negative and being evil, uh, that they still serve the one. They still serve the all. They still are in service to others. They're just going about it in a different way, but it's necessary. Have you heard the term necessary evil? It is necessary for them to be. Because without them, it didn't work. Ra talks about that at some point, that it didn't work when everybody knew that, that we are the one. Everybody just got complacent. and not, There was no organic life and death struggle. So it was only when the, the, the we, the creator of the universe, said, what do we need to do? We went through trials and tribulations, and this is what we came up with. And it's fucking scary. I and mean, it's supposed to be. It's the scariest scenario we could imagine. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Denise is like, oh, okay, no, I get it. So, but it's the, star- it's the scariest uh, uh, that we could ever imagine. and That's what we're, we're, we're supposed to figure that out. But because of them taking control of this place the way they did, they usurped the matrix, they literally are not allowing. They eradicated that information, tried to. And they've been trying to to stifle that information and because of this information highway and they realized people like myself were utilizing the information highway just like i'm still doing by the way (laughs) i'm doing exactly now uh, for you guys what i did when i was in the secret service the difference was i was doing it for for i was doing it for the same reason but i was doing it on a on a on a third dimensional scale purely not on a, on a spiritual at that point. Because what I had, had to get the, that, that all of the things that progressed the way they did with the internet had to progress the way they did for this to be where it is now. It's the long game. It's the Druid long game. Where's Peter? Where's either Peter, Peter Coyle or Peter GV from South Africa? Where are those two when I need them, right? Um, certain things had to happen the way they did for everything to be where it is now. Some of us are aware of that because we we are playing the long game we've been in this for our dna has been in this for thousands of years okay right it's cherry says don't invite the snakes they bite right well that's the whole theory of vampires if you don't open the door this is where she says laugh out loud open the door if you know Right, if you know what is that cancer is on the on uh, time to explain. That's that's what the whole vampire uh, story is there to warn you about is that you have to let them in. You have to choose to let them in. You have to open the door to let the vampire in. It's, that's that's the whole story of that is about to warning you about nefariousness, and that you have to choose to allow them. That's why when people say I was I was possessed by the devil, you were only possessed by the devil because you allowed the devil to do it. <laughs> Otherwise, you chose that you had to accept and want to be possessed the devil can't just possess you that's the whole that was the whole entire scenario that Jesus was trying to show you and mohammed and many others and all the stories were trying to show you that you have to choose that's the whole uh, temptation last temptation of christ that's the whole the temptation of moses that's the temptation of all of these characters throughout time where they were promised riches and rewards and uh, Leonidas, right? Leonidas, that entire story, even though it played out in real life, was playing out in the physical, and it was the same. He was the hero, the king. He was the warrior. He, he was the one who didn't believe in, the, in Xerxes as a god, and he was going to prove for the world that Xerxes wasn't. And all you have to do is but kneel, earth and water, and kneel before Xerxes, and you will be the warlord of all Greece. And he's like, no, I can't no, I won't do that because it's selling everyone into slavery. No matter how you want to say it, we're free here, we're free people. And you're trying to push us into slavery. And we're and then he sacrificed himself, right? To to prove that. That was the same. That's the same sacrificial lamb that Jesus was in dying on the cross. And he said, you're you're confused because she says i hate being confused. You're only confused, it's not your fault. This is why Jesus also said on the cross, God, you know, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. You're confused because you're supposed to be confused. So it's not your fault. You're confused because it is the nature of the nature. It is the nature of nature you're supposed to be confused. And then you're supposed to to either find this knowledge that i'm teaching you or find someone like myself or or in history find a book of of the dowdy chief from Lao Chi, or the buddha or or the, you know the jesus chronicles or thor or any story is and 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 read those get the story right and that's when you start to wake up when you start to realize that all of those stories are the same and that the story of Santa Claus is no different than the story of Jesus Christ. There's no difference than the story of King David is no different than the story of, of, of King Arthur. is no different than the story of Thor. is no different than the story of Marduk. They are all the exact same story. The story of, uh, of the Garden of Eden, it's all the same. It's just a different telling of the exact same thing. They're all parables of the same message. The Buddha's message The Tao's message, every single religion on this planet, every single culture that has ever existed, every single uh, creation story that you will ever hear is identical in nature. It is the same. So don't feel bad that you don't know. I didn't know. No one knows until they do. No one knows until they do. It's, it, it's the journey. That's why I posted, if you watch my TikTok, everything that I have to do with everything I've posted on my TikTok, it has to do with every conversation I've ever had on this, in these classes for the long one. The, you, don't, you cannot know when you're pushing that rock uphill. You don't know why. All you know is where you came from and where you are and where you're trying to go. You cannot appreciate the journey until you get done. And the only and it's uphill the entire way and the rock is really heavy and if you stop you lose your momentum. That's the only thing that you realize as you're going is that you have to keep your momentum going. And you're supposed to learn that quickly and this is what your momentum is. Your momentum is to continue going and not allow someone to stifle you because you're going to have opposition. The stone that you're rolling is the opposition. It is always there, it is always heavy, but it is not ever too heavy. It only becomes heavier when you stop and then you start to try and move forward again, and then you have to put a lot more effort into it. But if you keep moving forward, it's the same, and you have to trust. You can't see where you're going, but it's finite. There is an end to the slope. You know that it's there because you saw it when you were at the bottom. You just have to trust that you're getting there and that eventually you'll get to the top. And when you get to the top, it comes like a thief in the night. You don't know that you're up to the top. You're just pushing, 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 and pushing, and then all of a sudden, whoa, I'm at the top. That was the story if you look at <laughs> if you look at the Grinch who stole Christmas. It was the same. He almost went over the top of the edge and almost felt like he had stolen everything and he was going up the mountain. And then he, then it almost crashed, and he was like, wait, 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 I have to save that. And then what did he do? He turned and he rode the stone that he pushed all the way up the hill, although it was a sleigh in this story, right? He rode the sleigh all the way back down and returned everything to everybody that was there. He only understood his journey when he got there, and his heart grew three sizes. It's the same story, being told again. He was in service to self first. And eventually he became in service to others. It's the Grinch who stole, how the Grinch stole Christmas is also my humbug. Okay. And, and Ebenezer Scrooge was in service to self. And then he had this journey that he went on and he saw his past and he saw his present and he saw his future. Do you see where the story's going? <laughs> and he saw what his past was and why he was in service to self and why he was hurt. And he did the shadow work and he came to the realization and he healed from his wounds of what made him in service to self or evil and made him the way he was. And then he saw his present and it was happy. And then he saw the future and it was happy, but the future was without him and he didn't want that. And the one thing that bothered him was when he became in service to others was when Tiny Tim wasn't in the future. That was more concerning to him than his own death that scared him. But Tiny Tim not being there, an innocent little boy that he was and that he just saw himself as, was now not there because he died. And why? He had a part to play in that and realized that. And he was willing to sacrifice himself so that Tiny Tim could then become in the future. And he needed to be able to fix that and right that because he realized his selfishness was harming an innocent and that's who he was, and that's what happened to him. And now he was paying it forward, and he changed his ways. And because he was able to look into the future and then go into his past and fix it, he changed it in the present. That's what we're all supposed to do. Again, that was the shadow work. It's the same story, again, being played out. It's a parable of and showing you the message that, you're, that is in the 3D for you to see that is what you are actually going through. And are supposed to go through. These are clues. That is in everything. This is why when the, I tell you that story of the yogi. And I had the same thing happen to me. And everyone does. When you wake up. When you're actually awake. Not woke. Not that fake woke crap. That's going on all over the world right now. Right. That's the. That's in fact. Let's. Let's go to the. Let's go to the. The Christian tale. of Christ. Okay. It's going to be antichrists who are going to be the Savior, but they're not the real Savior. Why? Because Jesus isn't returning, because you're the actual Savior you're looking for. And all of these people are going to say that they're going to fix everything. And that's happening now. All of these woke people in Hollywood and on television and news companies and disney and all of these people they're all trying to force what they believe is the correct wokeness but since they're in service to self it's only self-serving it's not in service to others they think that they're in service to others but they're not they know they're not in their minds and in fact the ones that are actually trying to say you need to be this way aren't doing it themselves and they know it and then when they get caught they lie because they're, in fact, in service to self the entire time. They always have been, okay? So they're trying to sell you. They're the antichrists. There's millions of them. They're all the antichrists. If you're Christian, they're selling you something that is not, in fact, in service to others. They're fake. They are the antichrist. They Why? Because they are the opposite of... What the Christ stood for, the savior, the hero, which is, I I use that term only because that's a Christian term, but that, in fact, ideology, Thor was. All of these people throughout history, Spider-Man, Superman, they were also the same savior character. All of the, every comic book where there's a hero that's in service to others and that will sacrifice themselves. Logos, thank you. Thank you, Denise. Logos. That is the word of God. And that word is a Greek word, an Arcadian word again. And that word logos means love. The world was created by the word of God. And what was the word? The word was love. The world was created by love. The universe was created by love. Not by hatred, not by self-serving, but by in service to others, okay? And you can only do that through love. So these people that are doing this, this fake wokeness, that's not out of love. They're doing it because they're getting paid. They're getting money from you, votes from you. That's the only reason why they're doing it. The only time you hear about Black Lives Matter is when they want to get voted into office. Now that they're all voted and all the voting is over, Black Lives Matter is nowhere to be seen. Black Lives Mattered only when they were trying to get Joe Biden elected. And as soon as Joe Biden was elected, Black Lives Matter went into the hiding. Nobody, There was no protests anywhere. Why? Because they got their way? No, because they were told not to. Stand down. Okay. Oh, and I also wanted to point out, by the way, a lot of people will see this, and wrongfully so. A lot of people think when they're looking at um, land uh, here in the United States and they, say, they see land that is owned by BLM, that's not Black Lives Matter. Everyone's like Black Lives Matter is buying everything up. No, 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 BLM. You can look this up. Look up BLM in uh, in uh, the United States. Has been. It, it is actually the organization that is that is in charge of keeping land and and managing land for Native Americans. So when you see that and it says all oh, the BLM owns all that, that's not that's not Black Lives Matter. That's not Black Lives Matter. That's actually the organization, and I forgot what it's, the anachronism is. BLM means, but it's Land Management. It's it's the Department of Land Management that is in in charge of continuing to make sure that Native Americans own land throughout the United States. Okay, and they they buy up land and they own land. That land is is occupied by them, and that's where they the Native Americans can build. You know, casinos and and uh, reservations and all that, that stuff. Totally look at that, and they go like, "Well, my God, BLM is buying up ninety percent of America." It's not Black Lives Matter. They're buying up a whole shit ton. Yes, they are. Bureau of Land Management. Thank you, Denise. BLM stands for Bureau of Land Management. <laughs> so they're so they're the ones that are making sure that land is there, right, for Native Americans, not. And they, they're holding on to it. They're not allowing uh, white people to own it because that land is was dedicated to Bureau of Land Management. So a lot of people think that BLM because it's BLM because Black Lives Matter uses the the, the you know the anachronism uh, or the, the the acronym BLM. That's not them. It's it's Bureau of Land Management, and those and, and that's not and that's not actually just for Native Americans, but Primarily, they uh, oversee all uh, land management and the sale of land and, and the control of it. But they also make sure that a certain portion of the land does not get consumed by anyone else. Okay couldn't spell the bureau he said i just couldn't get bureau out fast enough so otherwise she'd have been the first one to say it i'm sure she's like i couldn't spell bureau i know i couldn't either i would have been that's probably why i couldn't remember bureau i could remember land management but couldn't remember bureau right it's one of those words that's a little difficult to spell if you think about it because there's only two, two consonants in the whole thing right but b and the r everything else is a vowel right two two u's an a and an e okay right? think about that okay so so there's a that's where you know if you don't if you don't haven't taken a civics class and you don't know to look into things and see what the stuff is you just assume that, and that's when you're always getting into trouble. And that's the part of the lessons that we're supposed to learn. But all of these stories, and that's where the the Sufi that, that story about the Sufi who was buying all the books and learn trying to learn learn everything that he could learn. I've done it. I bought books. I'm reading Bibles and I'm reading religions and I'm reading philosophical and I'm reading the the uh uh you know the the lore of every. I, have my whole life that's what i've, I've done philosophy and and, and archaeology and everything all of that history all of that i've that's what i've dedicated my life to to the to the pursuit of knowledge why for spiritual purposes no joke and many other people have also and then you realize that it literally is in everything and all you had to do is read moby dick all you had to do is was realize what Santa Claus story of Santa Claus meant or the story of Thor or any of the stories throughout time and history, because they're all the same. They're all telling the same story. That's when you hear people say that all every single story that could possibly be told has already been told. But that's not true because organic experience the the entire purpose of all of us is is to change something slightly every time to have individual experiences to eventually figure out the infinite possibilities and because there's an, an infinite amount of us the possibilities are in fact infinite they become finite only like say on earth eventually there won't be any stories to be told because eventually we will round out what's possible for all of this entire race. But eventually what will happen is we will expose ourselves to, and we're starting to do that now, other races from other three-dimensional places, which opens up an entirely new avenue for all of what they learned and for all of their experiences that have nothing to do with ours because they're completely in different organic uh, region, different star, different solar system, different dynamic different everything in evolution therefore we want to learn everything to know about their species and they want to learn everything they know about our species that's what's going on now there's a lot of abductions that are literally just people coming down here and tapping into someone's mind and and wanting to learn like they did and talks about in the law of one one of the guys that the one from arizona that got snatched up a long time ago in the uh, 40 or 50 years ago and everybody thought that he was just on drugs and then he was because he had been in vietnam And because of that, these aliens came down, snatched him up, and they wanted to—they literally rewound his tapes and and played his war and everything that happened to him and everything he experienced and felt in Vietnam, murdering, killing, being killed, being attacked, being shot at, blown up, having to fight for his life—and they did that because—and they just wanted to watch the movie. (laughs) Not a joke. The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Denise says, the Wizard of Oz, right? The, the mark of the, the march of the soldiers, yes, et cetera, uh, have meaning. If you really watch, if you pay attention, it's, it, this is what Denise is saying. As a kid, we just see a movie. Today, it means much more. Absolutely. That's the whole purpose of it. It's supposed to get into your head through osmosis as a child, and you watch the Wizard of Oz, and then you realize, think, think about what's going on in the Wizard of Oz, they're on the yellow brick road right the doing the place of doing the yellow ray chakra and to be slippers that start the whole thing red base root chakra right and think about what she what they what she's going through in the characters and and as they evolve they're going up through the chakra centers one needs a heart chakra realignment one needs a brain chakra realignment and all of that is being played out in her mind while she's unconscious. It's the same as Jacob's ladder. You watch the movie with uh, Jacob's ladder. It's the same thing played out in Vietnam and the entire thing is uh, at the end. You don't realize that the entire thing is happening while he's fighting for his life. In Vietnam, that he's still in Vietnam, but in his, he thinks he's in the future, and he's back in the United States, and he has pneumonia, and he's in the bathtub, and they're putting ice in the bathtub, and he's in but the whole entire time, but you don't know until the very end. It's his struggle for life and death and his realization as he's moving through his ascension. That's the. That's what the whole story of Jacob's Ladder was about, by the way, is the ascension into, into the next realm or into heaven by climbing the ladder. Right. And so the movie Jacob's Ladder, which was a great, great movie, is his struggle. And you don't know this. And I just, you know, spoiler alert, if you've never seen the movie, you already know the end. But the entire thing is his struggle. Uh, And you don't realize to the end of the movie that he's fighting for his life because he's dying. And he's and his because he's been shot and so his body's going septic and he's still trying to struggle and he's having delusions because he has a hundred and three temperature and that's playing out in his delusion where he thinks he's in the future and he has a hundred and three temperature and it's him uh, ascended, his ascension and his realization and his journey pushing the rock uphill right right fighting and struggling until he gets to jacob's ladder so you see where i went with this <laughs> right and then they go right casey says and then they go to the green emerald city to heal right where is that that's what is that that's the heart right the heart of the color of the heart is green and they go to the emerald city and that heals and then the, what it heals the brain as well right clear your mind and the rest will follow right so she needed cur one need Courage. What was the why? Courage is what the shadow work has you. And what was her shadow work? Facing her fears. What was her fears? The evil witch. She had to face the evil witch, and she had to then face Oz, who was then the trickster, the ego. Right. Think about all of that. It's all the same story, right, Casey? I love you because you get it, right? And Denise, you're getting it too. Denise is the one who brought it up. You guys get it. So it is every. It is in everything. and when you it's the the doppler effect it it, it, everything topples from there it's like the dominoes you knock over the first one and that one knocks over everything in succession and when you watch it it goes through the entire pattern and gets to the end what is the end that's it's complete you've now learned everything (laughs) and that's what happens when you first realize that one story is then you see another story and you go wait a minute that's the same oh my god that message is in that story too oh my god it's in that story and then you realize, eventually you start, no matter what story you look at, you then see it. It is in everything. And that's why that Sufi, who was buying all the books to become awake, one day woke up and actually was awake and got it. And when he looked around at everything, he saw spirals everywhere. That's the whole matrix of seeing the X's and the O's and the and the and all of that, is the realization that it literally is in the air you breathe. <laughs> right? The answer is so simple. Well, it's right in front of your eyes and right. It is you. And then you realize that and you laugh and giggle because now all of that is a story for children. And you realize how simple it is, but you don't until you do. So getting back to what Denise said earlier, I hate being confused or not knowing, that's where we all start. We all have to start there. It is the journey, and the and the journey cannot be completely observed or that's when it becomes simple and you go wait a minute <laughs> wow what you mean at any time i could have stopped pushing that rock and it would just rolled uphill on its own yeah, Well, yeah but you would have to believe that it would you'd have to know that this is the journey but you couldn't until you knew it and then you can lift the rock up with your mind when you're to- up to the top that's why that's the story that's why he rode the sled back down. But the whole time he was whipping that dog, man, and the dog was going uphill, 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 and the dog kept going until they got to the top and then they almost went over the edge and he saved it. And then he turned around and, they, and he, his heart grew big and he rode it back down. Well, That's the same as, as when you get to the top with the rock, you can then levitate the rock or literally ride it back down and levitate all the way back down and it's that simple now because you realize that you are the creator and you can change and move mountains. Right now I got my mother looking at me or annoyed with what's on television. So either way, it's time for me to go because <laughs> my mom is now in here and that means that she needs me for some reason and I need to help her. She's coming in to see what I'm doing now because she's bored watching what she's watching on television, which means it's time for me to go, folks. Right. Got to go take care of my mom and do dinner. But think about that. It's literally that don't feel bad if, if you are confused or you don't remember or you don't know. Thank I didn't until I did, and no one else until they do, okay? And that's why you have to look at other people, and you do eventually. You look back on everybody who is still asleep, and you can't tell them that they're asleep. You just have to look at them and say, God, you know, please forgive them. They know not what they do. Real simple. And that's why if you watch that, Casey, we've talked about this, and Denise, we've talked about this. If you watch the movie The Giver, it starts at the red ray chakra. The first color he sees is red, and it goes through all of the chakra colors as he ascends to the window offend when he sees it as far as murdering children. And the giver who's teaching him, who's Jeff Bridges, says he doesn't know what he's doing. And that's, that's, that's the exact same realization, right? All right, guys. I love you guys. Have a great weekend. I'll see you guys next week. Um, namaste. And uh, there's your homework. We'll pick back up here on early on.
1: Right?
0: Only on question. Yes, now it's going down. Back up. Uh, and if you have any questions, those of you who are not in the chat uh, on uh, Messenger, uh, Law of One Class Chat, you guys can ask me the questions there. Those of you who are not in there, go to Messenger, find Law of One Class Chat, or ask somebody else that's in here if you know them, and they'll get you into that uh, into that chat if you have questions. Or you can message me personally, Leonard O'Neill, you'll see just by linking from Owen Rising there if you, or you know wherever you saw this on uh, either my page or Orion Rising on Facebook and you can ask me questions and I can always get you into the chat if you want to talk to other people because uh, I answer questions in there that, I, that don't come up out here guys uh, and that's what it's there for is so you guys can communicate and ask questions uh, of me uh, and I know that that's what you're talking about is something that either has come up or you're thinking about. I would love to have you where I just answer your guys's questions on the show. That would be badass, right? All right. So I love you guys. Have a great night, and I'll see you next week.